change today, so I'm kind of grubby. You're a farmer. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Down and Dirty with the Badger State Tractor Pullers. It's uh, August 7th. I'm sitting in the VIP Skybox in Hillsborough, Wisconsin. Where are you sitting, John Stranley? I'm sitting in my beautiful sunroom in the back of my house. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm at the VIP desk at, El at Elsing at Casa. Casa Elsing. Elsing headquarters. So, yep, yep. you guys, um, we're going to talk about Oshkosh. We're going to talk about Utica. And we're going to talk about Warren tonight. Kind of wrap up that. Recap the weekend, and we're going to talk to um, at seven fifteen ish. Ben Haynes jumping on to talk about Milledgeville, Illinois. That's Greg. That's a Carroll County Fair, right? Yep. Okay, and that's yep. Wednesday night. Wednesday and then, night. Um, at seven or six thirty. Pros limited pros four sixty six hot farm four sixty six four sixty six hot farm light limited super stocks. And then John, are the Tri County mini rods there at all this week, bud? They are tomorrow night. Yep. Here tomorrow night, so Tuesday, Wednesday, there in Milledgeville, Illinois. And then, if everything goes right, um, Bob Parks is going to join us and uh, Chris Feller and talk about the next generation uh, made in the USA Parks tire. I think that's exactly how he told me to say that. So, yep. welcome everybody. Uh, a busy week of polling coming up again. Obviously, one of the biggest polls in Wisconsin is this week with the Pro Polling League. And uh, Don Slama will be joining us on Let's Grow Polling at eight o'clock tonight. And so, I got up here early to start our show to do our Badger State show, but. Uh, John Greg Gutz, who who announced up in Oshkosh Friday night? Uh, uh, Luke Luke uh, Van Handel. Okay, one of our flagmen. Yep. Yep, I know Luke. Yep. So he did a pretty good job from what I hear. Yeah, good. Um, let's go through the results a little bit. I'll bring up the Badger State website here. John, how did Utica go? Utica went well. Uh, went without a glitch and uh, worked out pretty well. I didn't hear any nice. complaints, so it must be good. <laughs> yeah, people aren't, they're not afraid to tell you when to do something wrong. So, no, nope. oh, and that's good. I, I need to hear yeah. Too, so. 
That's the yeah. first, first time I've ever got a phone call from Utica for a long time. Everything must have went really well. <laughs> <laughs> or, they just gave, or they just gave up on you. So. They might have. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> for all you fans that are watching right now, um, if any of you went to Oshkosh or Utica or Warren, let us know your thoughts. I, I saw something cool. It looks like there was a shootout down there in the limited pro class, and I think Mike Gerlock won that. Does that sound right, guys? Yep. Yep. Great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sorry I was yawning there. Yeah, Mike Gerlock did win it. Uh, a couple of the guys didn't come back because they, they made the shootout but uh, didn't want to come back because they were too hot or something. Okay. Uh, but uh, some other guys stepped in and made it a, made a good shootout. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I got the Oshkosh results up, guys. Alan Paulson won light pro stocks. Uh, 313. Cartwright was 312. Cartwright was 297. Caster, 281. Steph was um, 276. Burkholz was 268. Pro stock diesel trucks. That's the 36 trucks. My green. Oh, wow. That was a tight class. Travis Van Huysen, 301.7, beat Jamie Lars by six inches. Funks were third. Light limited super stock. This is Wachholz's hometown pole, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, Wittenbach. Wittenbach continued his winning ways at 342. Kleckler was second at 332. Josh Wachholz was third. So a lot oh, of diesel. The diesel. Yeah. Top five were diesels. Alex Bear was six. And then Zens was seventh. Anderson's, that's an Alki, the covered in red. Yeah, yep. they, the diesels must have liked that track. Uh, it's a little harder track. I think the 24-5 tires get into it a little better. Okay. Fair Maybe. enough. And then Super Farm, we have Lance Learman out of Schulzburg, Wisconsin. That's um that's like that's a guy from California, right? Yeah, but I don't think it was him. I think it's one of the kids from uh, Lance's uh one of the uh Josh Josh, Josh was Second, uh, Tanner Tanner Yellow was homegrown fourth. Jason Vinny fifth. Paul Ludy drove homegrown. And then Hot Farm, Ben Hain. We're going to have him on it a little bit. He got the win on dozing through. Lee Ruff was second. Cole Meyer was third. So okay. I, I've announced up there a few times in the past, Oshkosh. It's a free – it's like a one entry to get in, and then it's a free grandstand, and they just packed that place. It was just – I'm sure it was like that again. I haven't seen any pictures or anything, but I'm sure it was good, guys. So yeah, they said it's the biggest crowd. Some of the guys over there said it's the biggest crowd they've ever seen there. So that awesome. was good. Yep. Awesome. And then let's let's swing over to Utica, John. Can you take over on I'll bring the results up, but just kind of give us your high level 30,000 overfoot view of Utica. I believe the uh pro stock, like pro stock was uh, uh first and second uh, were Andy and Mark Cartwright. Yep, 322 was Andy. Yeah, Kyle Paulson was third, I do believe. Yeah, Andy Cartwright was 322. Mark Cartwright was 298. Kyle Paulson was 298. Steph Famoville was two, and Caster was 280. Yeah, I heard Burkholz has hurt their tractor, so they couldn't they couldn't make the call for there. Um, okay. Hot Farm was a good class. Lee Roof, I believe, won that one. Yep. Luf Burrell was second, Mike Meyer third, Cole Meyer fourth, Eric Bestbach fifth. 14 yep. hot, hot farms. Yep. The uh, Pro Stock Diesel Truck was a really close class. Um, they were kind of using the whole whole track <clears throat> down there for that. 
And uh, the farmer's nightmare had a nice pass, held the lead. He finished way on the left-hand side. And my, my younger brother, he moved the sled to the left and run the whole left side and got by them guys by about a foot. So I think he got a second Badger State win without a hand. Nice. Yep, Stranley one, Rip two, Faber third, Lars fourth, Ben Chip fifth. Light limited uh, super sucks. David Runkle beat uh, Whitbot by an inch. Yeah, that tractor loves that track there. For whatever reason, Runkle always does good at Utica. Yeah, I think his tractor's and, running better. Had another win earlier this year too. It, it's right. I think he worked on it over the winter quite a bit. I think and making some more power out of it. I do believe. Good deal. That always Smithback Smithback won Super Farms, his hometown pool. Brandon Block, yeah, that must have been the yeah, because Brandon works down there as well for uh yep. Blackburn performance. So Brandon yep. Block was second on that John Deere that's going back to California. Jason Vinny third, Paul Ludy fourth, Johnny Dalkey fifth. So Jay was the last one in the class and just had a picture perfect pass and I think he finished on the left too. How were the crowds in Utica, John? Crowds were big. They were really Good big. Deal. I think uh, prior year was still hot, but nobody wanted to come out. You know, it was really, really hot. This year there was a breeze. You know, it was summertime heat, but there's a lot of people there. So it was very good, good turnout for fans. I got Ben waiting in the green room, so I'm going to jump to Warren quick. We'll buzz through that, and then we'll talk to Ben. Warren. Greg, did you go down to Warren Saturday night? No, I did not. I wasn't able to make it. The boys went down and uh, they, they they reported back and said it was a good track and it was a good pull. Good. Jared Fredericks got his first 4.1 win of the season. 345. Ingle King's back out. He went second at 343. John Meyer Jr. was 337. Scott Olson fourth at 333. Gerlach was five, was fifth. Uh, 14. Uh, four ones. So that's a good class of those. And then Gerlach came back. They had the shootout, and Gerlach came back and won it. So that's pretty cool. That was a memory of his dad, everybody. who He passed away right after Louisville, right, Greg? Yep. Yep. The day after they won down there, got second in the finals, I should say. Yep. Yep. Two-wheel drive trucks, hot, nasty. Terry Kyle Timmerman won. That truck's having an awesome season. Won Toma, I think, one of the sessions. Uh Jason Round brought the pro stock up, got first at 307. Travis Wallman was second at 306. Randy Brew was third at 302. 640 Pro Farms, nine of those. Nick Cunningham, Industrial Strength, came out on top at 351. Brad Struder in the Blue Venom was second at 347. And then Lane Meyer with, was third at 466 Express. And then the limited pro stock shootout. Four of them competed in it, guys. Gerlock was 320, Bill Smith 305. Angle King 304, Scott Olson 276. So, yep. There you go. Well, without further ado, we're going to bring Ben on. Dozing through got a win this weekend, Ben. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Yeah, we That's finally had something feel- go our way. <laughs> it, it takes a little bit to get the right number and the right draw and get in the right spot on the track, don't it, Ben? Yeah, the first six poles of the year, we had some piston ring issues, and we finally figured that out and got through that. Now we got her going. That always helps. Yeah, six cylinders helps. <laughs> did, you, did you find it on the dyno or just find it running it? We actually figured it out running it. We thought it was a cracked head, but it ended up being uh, we tore it down and 
had the number one cylinder, the rings were stuck. So, yeah, that happened. That, that does happened. happen. How was how'd you do in uh, Utica then? Or uh, you won in Utica, right? Or was it? Oh, Osh we won up in Hashkosh, and then uh, Utica, we got seventh. <coughs> I think Pat fifth or sixth hook, and went down through there and took the lead, and then everybody followed us. That's all you can do at the time is take the lead, that's, right? That's what I said. I'm happy with it. We took the lead, so. Yep, yep. Done that a couple times this year, the boys have. But build a road for everybody else. You're just along for the ride. Yep. Are the things track down the fairgrounds tonight? What's that? Are you working on the track at the fairgrounds tonight? Nope, we're going to start about noon tomorrow, I think. Start putting some, tear it up and put some water in her and start working her. Have you had much pain there? We, we had, uh, what did we have, three and a half inches last week there, four inches. So it's pretty good shape. So I was out and graded it up there last Thursday, I believe. Looked good, so. Good, good. good. We got Pat Haxon to come down and help us a little bit there Wednesday and. We'll get all the moisture in it we need tomorrow. That always helps having ISP there Tuesday before Badger State. I will say that your track has got has improved uh, over the years here. The last three or four or five years, I think you guys have done a better job every year. It gets a little better. Yeah, we're kind of getting the system down with it and got keep the water in it pretty standard now. Yeah. Yep. That helps. That helps. And a good run, good run out, and you'll expect a lot of tractors there. I don't know if there's any been crazy coming up but uh you usually get a good number of vehicles there yeah i think we usually get a pretty good show depends if the boys from dubuque how many pro stocks they bring but right i'm sure every other class will be pretty good numbers yeah i think he broke a couple of them in uh, warren the way it sounded but yeah i know he broke the bootlegger i'm pretty sure he'll have him running again though he's pretty good about getting him going yeah he said he'd see us wednesday yeah that's good. That's good. Nope. That's awesome. Yep. You guys do an awesome job down there. When we we come down there and pull the minis, you guys do a great job. You don't get it packed too tight, and you got good moisture in it. So ours is yeah, it always, tonight, it, yeah. Down. it always helps putting you guys first. You kind of get the track you want. Right, right. Get a pretty yeah. good on Wednesday night. I always feel you got you have a really good crowd there. Yeah, we always, it's pretty packed on Wednesdays. Even Tuesdays gets really good crowd for Tuesday. And then Wednesday, it's always full house. Yep. Yep. We don't charge for the grandstands on uh, Wednesday. It's just open admission, 10 bucks, and they seem to roll in there. Yeah. That's a good deal. Great deal. Who all helps you at the track down there, Ben? Any pullers or anybody else or, you know, local guys help out? get it Oh, ready? yeah, my good buddy Dan Quackburner and uh, Dewey Trowball. He's got an altered farm he come out with this winter and running with Kleppy and Jeff Cast and them guys and trying to figure that out. And then uh, Dustin helps, of course, and um, Keith Engelkins and uh, a few other guys. Takes a whole crew of people, of course. It does, and usually a big cooler of beer every time we get together to help with the track, right? Yeah, it takes plenty of beer. I went today and got 10 30-packs, so. <laughs> Just to build the track, right? Yeah, and that'll be, it won't see Thursday, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. it smokes. 
And when we're and when we're down there, you know, the pullers pulling on meals everywhere, and and uh, you guys always have one of the best down there. I think uh, Jared Frederick's mom, I don't, Jim's uh, makes that pasta salad. One of my favorite things to eat when we do all these meals for everybody. Yeah, my girlfriend, they do the food, and my girlfriend yesterday, Mel, she went and got all the plates and water and everything, and everything for that, so it is pretty good, those brats they do, and that pasta salad. Right, right, it's always always a good thing when the guys all get together and, and have a meal together, I always, I always think that's good good for the club. Nope, I agree, I agree. Breaking bread. Yep, breaking bread together, right, right. Sometimes it's breaking bread and drinking beer. But yeah. All- <laughs> well, usually it goes hand in hand. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. The good story. How many years have you been helping out down there? Oh, I was just thinking about that the other day. I think it's got to be, oh, it's got to be 15 years I've been doing the track now. Yeah. So it- awesome. You do a great job. And we really haven't changed a lot. Just fine-tune the way we've done it we really haven't changed much how we've done it just fine-tuning right paying attention to what worked and what didn't work right yeah just the biggest thing we found is putting water on even the more even you can do it and the slower you can do it the better right far in advance get some rain rain always helps makes that easier yeah yep we didn't put no water in ahead of time this year because we got three and a half inches of rain there last week so yeah why don't you tell everybody about your tractor for it's always pretty interesting that you have before the pull too yeah they do uh it's not really a tractor club they just do a tractor parade and i don't know there's probably 50 to 75 antique tractors everything from combines to mounted corn pickers right but it's, it's pretty, uh it's pretty pretty cool yep. they uh they do a good job there with that I know all the pullers look forward to it every year, too. Right. Right. Kind of neat. We all, That's always going on, it seems like, during the driver's meeting. So we all get to watch it. Yeah. They all drive by. Yep. Yep. Cool. Who else uh, do you have for sponsorship, Don, you want to talk about? Or uh... Oh, I got busy this afternoon in the shop actually putting the oil back in our tractor, and I forgot to get the list. But there, there's probably anywhere from 40 to 50 local sponsors throughout the county, and They've been ones that's been there a long time, so can't do it without them. No, you can't. Hard to do. No, you can't hard do anything anymore without help. Right, right. Yep, takes a lot of money to make the wheels go around. Yes, it does, and just keeps getting more every year. Yeah. One of the questions uh, John, I'd like to ask you, uh, uh, Ben, is if if you could pick anybody's tractor to drive or any tractor <laughs> – and you didn't have to pay to fix it or uh, work on it. Just got got to hop in the seat and make a pass. Whose would it be? Oh boy! <laughs> I I drove a pro stock already, so I can't say one of those. But right. uh, I don't know. I I try like to drive one of them four engine mods once. It'd be fun. Yeah. Something something on gas once. Yeah. Or one of them big blown mini rods. One of them would be cool too. Right, find a seat in one of them. Yep. That's fun. I've yep. never drove, never drove anything on gas on a pole, so yeah, it's always been diesel. Well, first thing I ever drove was Dustin's Pro Stock, so kind of got spoiled right out of the gate. 
had to push the big stick right away, huh? Yeah, I never even hooked a farm stock. T-bone yeah. is the first one. There isn't much. There isn't much difference between a hot farm and a pro stock, is there? No, not much at all. <laughs> Just way louder and way faster. Right. Right. How can you say that with a straight face, Ben? I can't. Yeah, I know. The, big, the biggest thing from a hot farm, I always say to a pro stock, is when the weight box stops out. Hot farm, you don't feel it, and a weight box, it hammers you. You can definitely feel that weight box with tops out at the yes, end. That's the, that's the coolest part of the ride, in my opinion. Yep. 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 So, nope. I've always been impressed over the years, Ben, with your crowd for a Wednesday night. I just, that place is just packed. Absolutely. That, that county fair really supports that. And I've been going there, you know, basically my whole life, and I always remember it packed. The pits are packed and the stands are packed, and we don't even do nothing really that special for advertising. It's just everybody knows when the Carroll County track pull is, and they look forward to it every year. Yeah, Wednesday. Some, some county fairs are still really, you know, that, that strength, and but it helps when you have some local pullers too. Yeah, there's right. what four, four or five of us local pullers out of here, so that helps. And when they're then when they're a Badger State member, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? So Yeah, we got Dave Baker and us and Fredericks and uh, Dustin and uh, Rick Brockhouse, I believe. He's still trying to come out back out with his light limited. So. Okay. What's that? Which tractor is Rick's? I forget which one that oh, is. Oh, what was that? It was something, corn and something, that Deutz. Yeah. Andersons do the motor on it. Okay. I can't. It was something to do with corn was the name, I think. Right. Right. He he pulled a few years there, and I think he had some engine troubles, and I don't think he's ever got it back out since then. But I know Andersons have the motor. Yep. Adam Stevens got on here some of my best shots. Yeah, we got. I forgot about Adam Stevens. We got Adam Stevens now too. So there's six of us. From the Carroll. Good. Awesome. Yep. We have, you know, even the ISP puts on many rods. They, we have a real good turnout for that show, too. They yeah. like pulling down there, always have. Yeah. And they tell me pulling's been a big thing here years, for years, I guess. Well, they used to have NTPA here years, 50 years ago, they said. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Lukey told me he always pulled here years ago, him and his yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah, they probably had their eliminator down there too. Huh? Yep. Yeah, it was NTPA. They used to do all the NTPA shows. Yep. So you guys have a farm pull in the afternoon too there, don't you? Or yeah, we started at 11 o'clock uh, Wednesday with the farm pull, and there's probably ooh, eight or nine classes. And this year we got one new class. We're going to do eleven thousand open this year, kind of like they do at Darlington, and see how that the womp goes. Womp, the Womp Womp Farm Stock Tractors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only rule is three thousand RPMs and eleven thousand pounds. So yeah, let them rip. Let them rip. You get a pretty good turnout in the afternoon. I've never made the afternoon. Show yeah, yet. it's it's packed. We probably have eighty to hundred hooks in the afternoon, starting oh. at eleven. We try to be done by three. Just yeah. so we can get the track. We gotta usually have the track ready by five for that tractor parade. Yeah. Good. Good. What's your favorite part about pulling with Badger State tractor pullers, man? Oh, honestly, the people. 
I've known you guys forever. It feels like forever. Right. Remember you coming along? He was around and Dustin and all that. Yeah, I think I started coming with Dustin in 2007 or 8, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Long I've, I knew Dwayne long before Dustin. Dustin and I can't remember how we actually met. I'm sure drinking beer through Dwayne somehow. Somehow. <laughs> Dwayne was favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite pullers of all time. Yeah, he definitely is. We talk about him. There ain't a weekend goes by pulling that we don't mention Dwayne. Right. Yep. Yep. He for sure was my puller. He he had the best one liners there ever was. Hey. Keep their yep. memories yep. and traditions alive, they're never truly gone. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's the people. Seeing the people, they're like they become family, you know, to us all. Just like everybody with their work getting to get to the banquet. Everybody wants to have their corn picked and in the bend by the time the banquet comes. So. Yep, I just seen today that the room blocks were up, so I'm going to have to get the room down here in the next couple of weeks. Yep, yep. <laughs> they go, they fill up fast. They do. They do, you know. I think we booked 200 rooms and they're gone. Yeah, I think they ran out last year, last couple of years. Yeah, we might have to book a few more, I guess. I don't know, or add to it. It but. seems to get bigger every year. We do, and you invite more people to it every year. It's a lot of fun, you know, and more people just show up, you know. Nope, it's, we always look forward to going to that. Yep. There's a lot to do there. Yeah, there is. Yep. You guys been? What's that? I'll vouch for that. A lot to do there. Yep. Yep. You, you got any questions for Ben, John, before... Uh, uh, I do not. Other than that, does a great job down there in Milledgeville. Thank him for all he does down there for, for all the pulling and Badger State. And uh, good luck on the rest of your season. Thanks, John. I'll try and build you a winning track again. You always kick their ass down here. <laughs> not always. No. We like that place. Brian's coming down, so hopefully he's got it set up good. Yep. Jason, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> what are you thinking? You got feller in the green room yet, or he's he's on the screen? He's on the screen. Oh, I didn't see him. Yep, I'm can, here. I'll make, him, I'll make him bigger for you. No, you don't have no, to. No, you don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go get some pants on in case I have to stand up. You like be like one of those newscasters, feller, just with a with a nice suit on top, and then. Flip flops and swimming trunks on yeah. underneath the desk. I didn't yep. get the and a really bad suit on the bottom. Did we? Is he still on there? What's wrong, Greg? Did we get to say thanks and goodbye to Ben? Is he still on there? Ben, goodbye. Thanks. See ya. Yeah, thanks, Ben. <laughs> thanks for the show. Didn't mean to abruptly quit. I didn't mean to hang up on you that fast, Ben. Sorry. So, oh, I'm... oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good week, Ben. Yep. We'll do. See ya. All right. So, Feller. Greg. Hey, have you heard from Bob yet? I have not seen him come on yet. I have your PDF up. I can share that whenever you want me to. Yeah, um, he, was, he was driving from Indiana to Freeport to get tires, believe it or not. 
So, uh, Chris, a little bit about why, why, what, why we're having you on here and what, what we're talking about, the tires and the molds and all that, uh, what you're doing. Yeah, so it's kind of like the Bob the Builder session, right? So um, we did part of a session about the blocks, and, you know, it's kind of interesting to see how things are made that uh, that we use for tractor pulling. So um, we uh, we decided to do something about tires. I've been involved with uh, with Bob. Well, Bob's been doing tires for his entire life almost, and uh, I met him at Freeport once, and we got talking, and so and helped him out a little bit with the tires. So we want to show you guys how tires are made for pulling. Didn't you help uh, make the mold or, or fix, you know, uh, maybe improve the mold or adjust the mold a little bit, Chris, in your machine shop? Yeah. So um, Bob's a tire guru. He's an expert. He obviously made the India Pro pullers and or you know the Parks Pro uh, pullers and. Uh, you know, he had an idea what the next generation was he wanted to have. So between the guys at Titan Tire and Freeport, their engineers, myself and Bob kind of put all of our heads together. And I had the connections in China because almost every mold that's made in the world for making tires is made in about, I don't know, a couple hundred square mile area of China. All that technology is over there. And my plant's only two miles away from a lot of those companies that make molds. So that's how I got drug into this was, you know, the engineering help taking, you know, Bob's ideas and she's got a lot of great ideas and converting them into, uh, you know, a mold and a design through Titan Tire and then having it made over in China. My guys over in China helped out a bunch with that. And then uh, getting that mold shipped back over here. Because, you know, when Bob first started with the India pullers, you know, being in India and the uh, language barrier and just the culture over there, it was really tough for him to get exactly what he wanted. And so with me having the plan over there and feet on the ground, we were able okay. to uh, cut through that. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So you got videos to post up of what 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 are you what are your videos? Yeah, Chris, video. do you want me to go through the PDF first, or do you want me to bring up that video first? Yeah, so I did a, a PowerPoint presentation of all the pictures throughout the process. Uh, we didn't get permission from uh, Titan to show the pictures internally to their plan of their process. There's some proprietary stuff there, which is understandable because I had the same thing going on my shop. So we'll go, we'll go halfway through the presentation of a, how the whole mold was built. And then I found a, a, a video online that's very close to what, how the tires are made inside of Titan without, you know, it being Titan. And then, uh, and then we'll continue on through the rest of the PowerPoint presentation. So I'll, so I'll tell you when to play that uh, YouTube video. Okay, that's, I'm how we, that's how we got around it, if you will. I'm bringing that PDF up right now. So,
so the the first picture on there obviously we had to develop and i just there's like 40 different prints of that thing in a 3d model but that first slide on there is actually just one of the prints to show you how we you know document the the you know the dimensions of the mold but if you know anything you know about uh manufacturing or and stuff we had a, a 3d model made of the of the tire and that all the little tweaks we wanted done to it and, and the guy the engineer at titan he was fantastic to work with uh, and uh, so we developed the 3D model that, you know, it's, it's the tire drawn in the computer system. And I mean, we, we went through, you know, rubber compound wall, the, uh, how high the, the, the soft rubber and uh, hard rubber came up on the side, side walls, how many plies we put in it, the number of cords in the plies, uh, how the bead ring was. And, you know, we developed that whole, whole process and it pretty much all came out of Bob's brain based on what he knew he wanted to do different with the tires. And then we were able to make drawings and drawings that could be used in China to create the mold. So as we go down, uh, and Titan, uh, picked this, uh, place in, in, in China, I did some machining on it and helped out a little bit, but then, you know, the real, Part of it was done by the uh, mold maker in China. So if you go down to the next slide, you can see uh, inside the, the plant in China there. Uh, the first few operations, I mean, it's a big chunk of billet material. We, we didn't capture those, but basically they machine big rings out, if you will, if you can see it on the, on the slide there. Uh, and then if you go down to the next one, Jason, uh, what we do is we we machine the the tread the sidewall basically the whole shape of the tire rough it in uh with uh that move it down just a little bit it, it actually shows we we machine uh and turn as close as we can uh, to the final size but then uh the edm process which is electrical di discharge machining we actually uh if anyone is familiar with that, we use electricity to erode away uh, the material to the exact shape that we want it. When we got some really intricate uh, uh, shapes, you can do you know five five axis milling, but you know sometimes the EDM is more efficient. So they actually put it on a big turntable, and you can see the uh, the electrical system and electrodes and the and the it's actually. Sometimes it's, it's straight oil for EDM. Sometimes it's a synthetic oil. Sometimes it's a water base. It depends on what you're cutting. But basically, we're eroding away the material in the exact shape that we want it eroded away in using electricity. So if you go down on the next slide, and that, that turntable, you know, turns in all axes. So if you roll down the next slide, Jason. That's not our tire, obviously, because but they're just to show you what the process is. You can actually see the tread being cut in on that one right there. Roll down on the next one. There's our tire. So the mold has got a top and bottom lid to it, and you'll see later on in the in the videos here how how that's actually used. And I never knew how tires were made before and it's really interesting you, know, you always think it's like a plastic injection mold you inject rubber in and and that's how it's done it's not done like that at all it's like a, think of it as a waffle iron 
so they build up this big blob of stuff with the, I mean, that's not a technical term, but a big blob of material. It's all got all the cords in it and they set it in there and they basically uh, expanded out with a mandrel and heated up at the same time. We'll get to those pictures, but it's really interesting to, to know that that's not, it's not an injection process. It's like a waffle iron. So if you roll down a little bit more, it's basically the life of the whole, this whole process, you know, we're, we're EDMing the, the, uh, the tread in on this process. You can roll down some more. So you can see the, the tread more in that next picture here. So it's two halves that you put together? Exactly, yep. Yep. Right. Go ahead and roll it down some more, Jason. I think he decided to go on a run. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> Here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm <laughs> so here. Th this this just shows. Is that next uh, slide up. The rims looks like the. Yeah, these aren't our tires. These are big big tractor tires, but it kind of shows uh, the machines in the background there where they're we're doing doing some of the milling on them. Go ahead and roll down some more. This uh this plant is like a uh, two and a half hours from Suzhou, China, and Suzhou, China is about two and a half hours outside of Shanghai. You go, yeah, so that's just a picture inside of the plant where they got a bunch of these things laid out. Keep rolling down a little bit more. So is China just a place where they're capable of doing this technology or is it just there's not places, many places in the U.S. that can handle stuff that big? Uh, it's just another thing that... Uh, that we gave the technology to China and now they can do it and we can't. I mean, yeah, there, there are a couple places in the United States that can make molds, but you know, most of this technology is over in China right now. Um, so this is interesting. I, I wish Bob was on here. I don't, I don't know why he wasn't able to come on, but I don't know exactly how many holes. The, so they're vent holes. So when you, when you mold a tire and you have pressure inside of the mold and it's pushing the rubber out it has to go somewhere so all your tires you get you got those little uh little uh you know yeah little hairs little rubber stems on there this guy here is drilling all those by hand and i i don't remember how many i i, I could be wrong but i mean there's hundreds and hundreds of these holes in this tire go go on to the next slide how hard there's, is it mold i mean is it he's drilling with a little regular drill bit yeah with a hand drill go to the next slide there jason <laughs> so these guys are drilling all these holes in this tire and i mean it it takes uh you know it takes them like a couple days just to drill all those holes in there i mean they go through like one drill bit for every hole so it's just crazy really huh. yep and then uh you go down to the next operation here. So the mold is finished now. All the machining of like uh, the logos and and parks and all that stuff is done in a machine center. We didn't get a picture of that. Now it's just going through inspection. We got, you know, 
profile gauges and you can roll down there through a little bit quicker step gauges make sure everything's right because real there's no real good way to put that like a coordinate measuring machine to measure all that stuff uh, and it, it's not really really tight tolerance you can roll i see bob coming on here now bob, go ahead can So there, there you go. The mold went in a box. And you go down the next slide. Can you roll down the next slide, Jason? There you go. Then the China guy loads the box in the truck. And then a U.S. guy picks it up on my plant. And then we shove it in a truck and it goes to Titan in Freeport. What was uh it was eight eight weeks from China to here. Really? Yep. There's Bob. Hi Bob. Can you hear us? He's not muted, Chris. I don't know. Well so when it comes into uh, U.S. Which port does it come into, Chris? I mean, does that Iran? Okay, so we 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 ship stuff through like uh, oh, like seven or eight different ports on the west coast. Um, most of where where we uh, ship our stuff through is uh, Port of Prince up in Canada. That's the easiest route for us. When we come into the west coast, it's uh, we don't like doing that unless we necessarily have to. Yeah. Roll back up a little bit, Jason, once. What what I'd like to do is uh, play that play that YouTube video. So there's only two pictures I got on here of the process. The one above that, the picture right above that is actually, oh, you missed part of that. There you go. That, that, that one right there. So that... That's our mold in, in the machine ready to be uh, ready to be used at, at Titan. So if uh, if you could play the video, uh, like I said, I, we, we have I have a whole bunch of pictures, but we don't really have permission to use them. So we're not going to. So if you pull, play that video that I found on YouTube, it, it shows exactly how how that tire is made. Yep. Give me one second. Do they lay the cord in there by hand? Then I heard one time. So when we, when we get to the video, the the cord is has its own process. It's all it's all laminated and rubber coated, and the cords are made in these great big long tube looking things. And uh, then the tubes are are slipped over top of a mandrel, and then depending on how many ply it is and everything, this this this, this is showing how you could mute the video too if you want to, Jason. So this is the same similar process what Titan uses. Uh, right now they're they're creating the rubber. And, and one thing about these tires, we're using a different compound than any of the other tires that are out there. So that, that's one thing that seems to be working a little bit better. Um, so yeah, they're, they're creating the 
they're creating the cord right now. They're they're taking the the cord and they're putting the lamination on the cords to be able to turn it into a a, a cord set, if you will, for the tires. And like I said, Bob is a lot more technical on this than I am. So the, the well, those are yeah, those are steel belted. Obviously, ours aren't steel belted, but so th this is where they're actually making the cord right here. And then, the, and then in the next, then they put them into, uh, they made a big round tube out of them, if you will. And that's what they're doing right there. And then in the next frame here, you'll see uh, in the pulling tires, what's really critical is getting the right, right amount of cords at the right angle and good, very good quality cord that has a lot of spring or a lot of energy in it. That's what makes a good pulling tire. So this is where they're actually, they take these uh, plies, if you will. I don't know if that's the, Bob can tell you a technical name of what that, what that is. And then they load it on these mandrels. And so if you have an eight ply tire, you'll have a floater and you'll have the actual plies and then the, you know, a floater on the outside. And, you know, the more plies you put on there, that's, you know, that's what they mean by eight ply, 10 ply, 12 ply, 14 ply. And here they're rolling the edge over. They got to put the right amount of rubber in the ends of the, of these, uh, uh, sets, if you will. So it can create the, uh, the, the bead ring and the, you can see the bead ring going on there. And the sidewall, uh, is really, really critical. This is a very critical step to make sure that this is all put together right. And it's, that's your waffle, if you will, that you're going to stick in your waffle iron. That, that, that's what makes a tire right there. So if, if they don't get that just right, your hard rubber and your soft rubber won't be in the right side of, in the right place in the tire. Um, the bead ring won't quite be right. Uh, you know, there's, this is a very, very critical step uh, when they're making this. And then the, the next step they go on to is actually they roll the rubber on that's not in the step of the video. They roll rubber on the outside of the uh, on the outside of that piece at the right thickness, so then your tire is the right weight. So then they put put that in there and put it on the mandrel and it expands it down and close the lid. And then I don't know the exact temperature five five hundred plus degrees that it actually goes in there. And then uh, there you can see the uh, the little extrusions coming out. So basically that it's a waffle iron, if you will, when that goes in there, it heats up, it goes in there for X amount of time to be heated up X amount of time that after it opens up, it cools off and then it goes to the inspection process. So you can go back to the, the PowerPoint presentation. So each you know, there's, there's, there's a ton. Go ahead. Each, each size tire must have its own molds then, right? Like 24 fives or the 34 inch for the four wheel drives or the exactly yeah yeah drives and then the yeah every tire has had every tread design even if it's the same size tire even the tread design if it's different it has its own mold so every time every tire that's unique has its own mold um but for our tires for pulling it's the same mold. All we're doing for the 10, 12, and 14 plies, and even the eight plies, is just changing that one part of the process with the amount of you know, amount of the uh, uh, you know the cord sets that are strong on the mandrel. So all the tires so come out of the 
exact mold then, right? I mean, you only exactly. have Yes. Yep. 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 But when you, like I said, I don't, I wish Bob could be on here because the, if you go back to the, to that, uh, yeah, roll down to our tire coming out of the mold. So is he just making 24 fives now then, or is he going to make all tires? No, he's he's going to get into a bunch of other stuff. I mean, the 30s will be next, but we got, you know, he wants to get these perfected. But yeah, he's going to get into everything, I believe. Roll down a little bit more. Uh, go to where that we're. There you go. So there's our tire coming out, and then it goes through an inspection process. And the guys at Titan are are great. They're they're completely opposite of the guys in India because they're they're. I mean, we section section tires. We got to look at this to make sure that the bead rings in the right place, the hard rubber and the soft rubber are coming up the wall just right. That that there's enough uh, rubber on the face of the tire. Uh, it, it, that right there tells the story that you did a good job and, and, uh, you know, the mold's just the first part of it, but it gets really technical when you get into laying that rubber in there and putting the, putting the, the, uh, uh, cord in and, and the angles getting, getting the angles on the cord just right. And, it, and that, that the whole idea of a, of a pulling tire is, you know, uh, creating and storing energy. So when, when you're, when them cords are working inside the tire, it's like a, a rubber band, if you will. So it's taking, you know, it's uh, taking the, taking the tread and burying it in the, in the soil and using it as a springboard, as a rubber band to propel the, the tractor forward. So if you have that sidewall designed just right, then that thing becomes a, a propellant. It's a pretty technical with, with what they do. There's a lot of black magic that they, those guys that, uh, and understand and you know bob bob understands it too so here we got some pictures of the tires when they were done uh fresh out of the mold and roll down a little bit You keep rolling down, Jason. I, I can't remember what I had at the end here. Oh, um, you know, then, then Bob takes over from there. He's got, you know, he's got some real technical stuff he's got to deal with because he's got to harden these things and, and the you know, getting these inflated, right? Post inflation and all that stuff. And then the tire cutters, uh, you know, Korth did, are doing a lot of these tires right now. He does a fantastic job. Uh, you know, getting everything just right on them. So that, that, that was a couple of the first tires that came out of the, out of the mold and after they were hardened and then we were doing some of the first uh, measurements after, you know, infl inflating them to 10 pounds. So you can roll down a little bit more. That's actually a service rim that the, the guys use that uh, are, you know, cut the tires and mount them. You can keep rolling down, Jason. So we're, you know, we're very 
particular with the rules, making sure the width is right when it's inflated to 10 pounds, circumference is right. Because, you know, when they come out of the mold, uh, they're much smaller than after they're hardened and post-inflated. So that, that there's a, a lot of tricky stuff there with the different plies, being able to uh, in post-inflate them after they've been hardened to make sure that uh, they don't become too big. They're, they're within spec. What else did I have for pictures there? Yeah. Well, just so people that are watching, if you don't know, the circumference of a 24-5 tire for our classes are uh, is 210 inches. And the, the tread width can be 25 inches wide. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, too. When we check these at 72 degrees, you know, they can be in spec. But if it's like 92 out, they could be out of spec. We, right. we yeah. got to be careful not to make these things too big so they're they're out of spec because they do they do change size as rubber and rubber is you know not the most stable uh material and then uh the last couple pictures i got there the first set that went on uh our tractor jared and jim and i's tractor and then the last picture is just a picture up, up close to the park's name on it that was actually at the benefit poll greg yep, yep. first time out right Yep. They, you know, so the whole idea was to, you know, show how these things are, how tires are made. So you guys got any questions at all? Like I said, I wish Bob could have joined. I know he was going to attempt to, and I seen him on there for a minute. He, like I said, he's working hard, moving tires around the country right now. Um, but that's how those, those things are made. There's a lot of engineering and technical stuff behind that process for sure. Yeah, there is. <clears throat> well, we're running out of time anyways, but, uh, you know, the tire thing is really interesting. And I and I hope we get you on more when, if you've got some more videos of how you've done it and, and this and that. If you ever get permission to get inside of Titan and, and show us some of them videos, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, the blocks are back from heat treat and we'll have some videos of that pretty soon. Actually, the heat treat process and then uh, we got we got some other stuff in store coming up here cams cranks injector stuff whatever you guys want to see we involved in a lot of that okay okay and we actually won a pull you did yeah i, I didn't what was that john this weekend you won one yeah i didn't even get to see it i was down in my mexico plants working so i didn't even get to see it i wasn't even there i mean i Jared and Jim will tell me to stay home or go back to Mexico, probably. What was that, Greg? He's got no mic. Must must be the must be his uh, cell service there. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good, guys. So. I'm going to wrap yep. this up. Chris, thanks for coming on the night. I got to get ready for Let's Grow Polling. So appreciate it, Chris. John, thank you. Yep. Greg, Milledgeville, Illinois, Wednesday. Hillsboro, Wisconsin, of course, Champions Tour, excuse me, Pro Polling Champions Tour is in town Friday and all day Saturday. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks, Chris. See you in Hillsboro. See you in Hillsboro. I'm here. I'm here, John. I'll be, I'll be there Friday Saturday. All right. I got to boogie <laughs> over, guys. See you later. See you later. Thanks, Chris.